And I'm Lisa. Welcome to Two Sober Chicks. <gasps> so excited. We haven't done this for a little while. I know. And we are using uh, one of our new mics, our Blue Yeti mic, mm-hmm. which we found out that they don't have individual digital footprints, whatever the fuck that means. Basically, it means that you can't plug two mics into the same computer because it only counts as one. That was frustrating. (laughs) So we're going to send one back. So hopefully um, things will work out. But right now it has a bi-directional feature. So we're sitting across from each other. We are bi at this moment. That's right. I've lured you over to the dark (laughs) side. And I brushed my teeth. Well, that's amazing. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to be sitting like, what's perfection. three feet from Julie. Mm -hmm. And uh, since we have to like face each other to talk into this mic. Um, so I didn't want to be breathing onions on you because I had a dish with onions in it just before you came. So well, hopefully I'm not that. knocking you, you over with my breath. We're good? All right. And that was our new musical int- interlude, intro. Yes, very so that, exciting. That is very exciting. It's a very big day in the Two Sober Chicks studio. <sighs> so many things. So many things to talk about. Oh, the, the new mics, we're very excited about that. The music intro, we're very excited about that. Yeah, I think it's been a month since we've oh, done a more more yeah we have uh, listener emails to get to yes we have a bevy of our own topics to get to so let it i guess the best way to start is listener emails yep let it begin let's just give a shout out to vanessa by the way our super fan vanessa yes we love her yep. i've been thinking about her lately so hi vanessa yay vanessa has a sponsor Woo! Woo-hoo! that was awesome that was one of those amazing things of circumstance that we actually met somebody who found us online by this random stroke of luck. I think she was actually, she said, I was searching for can an alcoholic drink again or something like that. It was a total God divine intervention because she was searching basically something like how to drink and not. Yeah. Be an alcoholic. I don't know. Yeah. She wanted to drink again. Our podcast pops up. Right. And then after she meets us, she thinks, I wonder if that would happen again. And she types in the exact same thing she did a search for, wording and everything, and we didn't even pop up. Wow. So yeah. that, I get goosebumps when I tell that story, because that to me was really a divine moment. And um, Julie and I do this podcast totally as an act of love and service, um, and to show people that recovery is fun, and it's kick-ass, and we love it. Yeah. It's a good way of life. So our disclaimer is that we don't represent any institution, group, organization. We are not professionals. Except in our own lives and stories. Yes. Which is what we're on here for. So that's what we're here to talk about. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Things in recovery uh, as they as we see it, I guess. That's one way we could look at it. Yeah. So one of the emails, where's the one that was so funny? <laughs> I think it was this one. From Dublin? Eva from Dublin. Hello, Eva. (laughs) Hi. Um, Hey, chicas. Your podcasts have saved my life. Just as I was starting to lose my willingness, I I discovered you guys. Sorry, my printer did this weird fucking thing where it printed half the email on one side of the page and the other half on the other side. Um, I listen to a podcast every day on my drive to work. You make me laugh out loud and think real deep. You girls help me shine the light on my dark. And for that, I am so fucking grateful. That's like a line from the big book, right? When we move um, for the alcoholic, something about um, moving from darkness into light. Oh, I don't remember. It's, it's in the one of the, in the preface or the forward or something like that. So that jumped out at me. You have global souls to heal. So hurry the fuck up. Come on now. I love it. <laughs> 
please. Yes. Uh, she says, oh, although I listen to your podcast over and over again, they never lose their power. I am anxiously awaiting some new podcasts. That's the line I skipped. You have global global souls to heal, so hurry the fuck up. And then she puts please in a big, big capitals. I love ya! Eva from Dublin. Yes. <laughs> so that was awesome. Thank you so much for swearing in your email, too. I love it. Because you're going to hear a little bit of that. Julie laughed when um, you discovered on iTunes that we had explicit. Our yes. rating was explicit. And I said, yeah, well, as the podcaster, we actually, I set that up. Because I didn't want anyone saying you know, complaining to iTunes. Oh my God, they said the fuck word. Or I'm supposed to say the F word. Uh, they said the F word. <laughs> yeah, when I recommend our podcast people or people in my life find out I have a podcast, mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, it's rated E for a reason. Mm-hmm. Just warning you ahead of time. <laughs> like the time we talked about Uranus, you know, good, <laughs> good, good things like that. Oh, so fun. Fun so, times. All right. Uh, another one from, I don't know how to say this woman's name. I think it's uh, Sienna. Uh, Sienna has an interesting question. Um, she says she always feels better when she talks to other women in the program, mm-hmm. but she has trouble making that call. Okay. So her thought was, can you provide me with an introduction I can use when making that call so I don't sound needy and crazy? Okay. Well, for me, I was told at the beginning, you don't have to know what to say. If a woman in recovery has given you their phone number, they'll know where to take it from there, especially if you're a newcomer. If I have a newcomer call me, I already when they call, they don't have to say a word. That's right. Because I just, how are you doing? Shut up and have listen. No. <laughs> so it's pretty easy. Yeah. And when someone from recovery calls me and is like, how you doing? First of all, I'm always honest. Mm-hmm. Not good. I'm tired. I'm okay. How are you? And that's just how it starts. But in early recovery for me, I had a real heart. I could talk to men no problem. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get real. I know what to do with men. <laughs> Women. <laughs> Julie totally knows her currency. Totally different story. Yeah. So it was really nerve wracking. And I didn't, I, I don't ever want to look stupid. It's something, it's one of my issues. I don't like to admit I don't know something. I don't want to look like I'm not an expert even right out of the gates. Like I'm in seminary right now. And last year when I started and the teacher would open their Bible and be like, let's turn to Ephesians. I didn't know where that was. So I would eyeball where approximately they had opened their Bible to and sort of do the same thing in my Bible. Because to me, the thought of someone thinking I didn't know where it was was too much for me. Mm. So I had to get rid of that in recovery. I don't know everything. I'm not going to know everything. And people in recovery have taught me I don't know is a perfectly acceptable answer. Yeah. Even I don't really know what to say right now. Is totally okay. I wish bosses would say that more often. I hate it when I go to a supervisor with a question and they get angry at you for asking the question, mm. which tells me, I don't think you know the answer. <laughs> oh, I think you're right. Yeah. And, and then, you know, you have another supervisor who says, I don't know. Um, let me research that and I'll get back to you. Oh my God. I love you so much. You're now my new hero mm-hmm. because you're honest mm-hmm. and you admitted your human frailty. Like, we don't know fucking everything. And the funny thing is you said, um, I don't want people to know. I don't that know. That I don't know something. That I don't know something. Yeah. Or that uh, I'm not an expert right out of the gate. Yeah. And I hate to look bad, which is hilarious to me because we don't want to look bad. <laughs> yeah. We were raging fucking alcoholics. <laughs> um, I, I just had a vision the other day of this, this time, like it was only once, <laughs> of me laying <laughs> on a bar uh, <laughs> and them pouring tequila in my mouth straight from the bottle. 
<laughs> so you had no problem. No with problem. Complete strangers knowing that you were a fucking mess. Yeah, out of control. But nightmare. It's like God forbid someone know that we don't know something or that we're going into AA or that we have a problem or we're going into treatment. Like that's yes. not okay. No. God forbid anyone find out. <laughs> oh yeah, we were gonna talk too about uh we have so many things to talk about. My brain is about to explode. About first meeting experiences and mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to talk about that today. So, oh, but, Sienna, I hope we an- did we answer all... Did she have just one question? Just, that was it. Um, okay. She, she also said um, that she has uh, clinical depression and mm. medication doesn't help. Okay. So, I'm working the steps um, with mental illness as my focus. Okay. So, I mean, if you've discovered that medication doesn't work for you, that's your path. It, it does work for some people. Um, and we would never say, oh, don't take medication. Never. N- never. You know, if someone tells you that and you're in recovery, just listen to your doctor. That's who you need to listen to. So, um, but if these things, if working the steps are also helping you, and I hope they are, or reaching out to another woman and connecting and sharing your experience is helping, then I hope that that works for you. But yeah, um, don't feel bad. Like Julie said, um, I don't give my number out if I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give it out to newcomers knowing that, that first call may never come, but when it does, it's probably going to be really awkward for them. And as you can tell by this podcast, I have no problem filling up dead air. <laughs> so I can talk and talk and talk. Um, but yeah, so it's great to reach out and, um, and we all expect it. And, and we've all felt needy and crazy. Yeah, and it's okay to say, hey, I'm feeling needy and crazy. Better to say it yep. than not say it. Because the worst thing you can do is not address something because our alcoholism and our addiction loves the secrets. Yeah. So I'll feel needy and crazy and not tell you and then it will feed on that because it's like, I like this. She's keeping a secret. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work on this. Yeah. So it's okay to say it. That reminds me of that saying, our secrets keep us sick. Yeah. That's a good one. It's a good one to remember. It's true. Yeah. Because then we isolate. There was I was in a room this morning in the in a talk this morning, and one of the women she started sharing, and next thing you know she's crying, and she's 13 years sober, and she's talking about um, coming back from. I guess she moved away, and she's finding it hard to connect mm. because she's not a newcomer. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So here's the thing: because she was honest and open and was vulnerable, vulnerable can save us. I find so many times. All the ladies rallied around her at the end of the oh, meeting. I love it. You know, went up and, and gave her numbers and talked to her. Um, and that wouldn't have happened if she had have kept that secret. Right. If she had have thought, oh, I'm too needy. I'm too crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm full of self-pity. You know, I'm not going to say this to anyone. She took the chance. She had courage. She opened up. She was vulnerable. She shared it with the room. And hopefully now she has some numbers. Yeah. And so important. Them. And I think in terms of the depression, there's a difference too between being diagnosed clinically depressed and going through episodes of depression. Like I go through episodes, but they're very quick. I know what they are. I don't get sucked into the black hole of not knowing what's going on versus an actual diagnosis that requires medication. And you and I both know a ton of people who are clinically depressed and it took years for them to get their meds balanced. Like just because this doesn't work, it doesn't mean that this won't work in Mm -hmm. addition to that. Like the, the levels are so important. But we also know tons of people 
that thought that they suffered from depression or bipolar or split personality or whatever and then they got sober and after working the steps and becoming recovered they no longer had to deal with those issues right so everybody's different it's just figuring out where you are in the continuum mm-hmm. and getting help and for some people spectrum. just working the steps is enough yep for some other people it's not and we have a very close friend who's a police officer that will say from the podium she has seen disasters of calls i think they're called mental health calls or something where they go somewhere and this person in recovery has been told not to take meds because they're in recovery and it's led to disastrous situations so repeat Mm. no one should ever tell you not to be on medication unless it's a doctor right yeah that's great so hopefully um santa we answered that question and helped you out a little bit um write us back and let us know when you made that first phone call and uh, we'd love to know how it how it went yeah. So, or keep, email us whenever you want to. Yeah. Keep in touch. The lines are open. <laughs> that would be cool. We got to set up a phone line one day. That would be neat. We mm. can do that through Skype, I think. Okay. And I believe there's another email that I, I can't find uh, from, I feel like there was one from Australia, but it was from a couple months ago. So I'll have to dig a little deeper. Maybe on the next podcast, we'll try to find that one. Okay. And this last one for today is from Christy B. Christy B uh, is from Arizona. Ooh, I've always wanted to go there. She says, uh, just want to say I love you guys. Well, thank you. We love you too. I just started listening to y'all about two weeks ago. (laughs) I love that. And I have already listened to just about every episode. I feel like I'm hanging out with two close girlfriends who can talk about anything and everything. Hmm. That is the highest form of praise that we could ever hope to get. Yes. Because that's exactly how we want you to feel. We want you to feel like you're sitting here in the room with us, having a cup of tea. By the way, I made apple strawberry pie. Would you like a slice? Yes, please. All right, we'll do that next. Um, Yeah, and just hanging out with us two ladies. That's awesome. And then she goes on to say, things I love about the podcast. Lisa's Canadian accent. <laughs> oh, you have a Canadian accent. I, I did, how come you don't have a Canadian I accent? I don't know. Because I love Americans so much. And it's just part of You me. hang out down there. Out. Out. Out and about. Yeah. Especially when she says the word about. Oh. Yeah. I love that y'all drop the F-bomb. Amen. Fucking A. <laughs> the varying topics of discussion, which we are reliant on you guys as well. So if you have a topic, please email us at the number two sober chicks at gmail.com because uh, we love hearing what's on your mind as well. Yeah, and you can also do that through Twitter and Instagram. Drop a comment on one of our posts and yeah. or a question. Julie's got the most amazing... Julie does all the Instagram, I don't know, memes or whatever they are, mm-hmm. the, the photos with the words on them. <laughs> The photos with the words on them. You de- you're done good the there. alphabet things on <laughs> yeah. the pictures. When you put the letters together <laughs> and they come out. <laughs> um, that's awesome. They're, it's really quite something. I love it because I get the feed too and I'm like, oh wow, that's amazing. Oh wow, that's us. <laughs> Wish I had said that, but Julie comes up with all those. It's amazing. Um, and you guys keep it real and don't pretend to be something you're not. Amen. Plus y'all are amusing. <laughs> As fuck. <laughs> I keep having to flip this over. She will send a topic in question soon. Get on that, girl. Um, and we've helped keep her sane while she was spending time with her mother. <laughs> oh, we all need some of that. I wrote her back. I was like, I think I had also been spending time with my mother and said I could totally relate to that situation. Yes. Um, and one of the gifts of the program uh, that my sponsor gave me was stop living in the past. Stop focusing on all the things your mother wasn't. 
and, mm. uh, and focus on being the best daughter you can be. And that has really helped me. Yeah. So those are our emails for the last month. That's for awesome. Now. And we have had over 14,000 listens. Crazy. So that's pretty cool. We're pretty excited about that. Yeah. We don't know how people are finding us, but somehow they are. So mm-hmm. thank you. Keep sharing us on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, leave a review on our Facebook page if you like. You can find us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and iTunes. And if it's something that you don't like, we are welcoming that as well. Yes. As long as you're not abusive, you are welcome <laughs> to vent your anger and frustration. <laughs> Probably we ain't going to fucking change, (laughs) but you're allowed to. Just uh, know. (laughs) You're allowed to share your opinion with us. So we did 15 minutes on just that. That's awesome. So let's end here. But don't worry, we'll be back with another podcast very soon. Like a click away. Yes. Because it's been months. So yeah, we're going to end this one today. Awesome. All right. I'm, I was going to say, I'm Julie. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We are somehow like teleporting into each other's bodies. This is amazing. I have boobs. It's great. Don't know what that feels like. Don't jump up and down. It's a pain in the ass. Um, I'm Lisa. I am Julie. She is still Julie. And this has been Two Sober Chicks. Bye. Come on, you gotta put more emphasis. Bye. Bye. So annoying. I annoy the shit out of myself when I even do that. Okay, bye.